0: Liberty.
1: Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty podcast. My name is Nate. I got my salad chopped, Thurston. And with me via ZM, down 17% today is Charles Thompson. How's it going
0: today, man? I'm not down 17% today. It's Zoom. No, Zoom. Yeah. The ticker Zoom is down 17% today, while the market... Went On a rally, yeah.
1: Yep. Zoom was down a bunch, Amazon's down a bunch. Um, the Etsy was down a bunch. Uh, the, the anyone who's been banking on people being locked in their houses uh, went down a lot today while the market just boo straight on up there, man.
0: Everything that that Dow Jones man was at about 1500 points, I think, at its peak, it was five and a half percent or something like that. Finished what did it finished four percent up on the day, 1200 or something like that points. So, um uh,
1: yeah, sorry hey. guys in the live group, I did not come up with a nickname for Charlie. My bad man. What do you want me to call you? Well you got a NASCAR hat on today.
0: Chuck so, works. Yep. I'm 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 ready for NASCAR to be back in full swing, which it is already anyway, but uh, you know. Uh Nashville's gonna have a race, so that's exciting. A I'm NASCAR thinking, race? I think next year, yeah. At the old Nashville Speedway. So uh-huh. I'm real pumped up about that. <laughs> Get my biscuits ready. <laughs> Right. go over there and hope and holler charles Talk robbins about,
1: Grayson thompson
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey you ain't cheating you ain't trying that's what i always say <laughs> that's what but you gotta give it to biden you know <laughs> you gotta <laughs> you ain't, you ain't cheating you ain't trying all Oh, right uh, <laughs> i'm not saying he's cheating i don't know i don't know
1: yeah uh, i'm gonna
0: wait for all the speculation to clear And then uh, I'm going to wait for the recount and for actual evidence to come out. You know, you've seen a lot of things happen. And what I find hilarious right now, we're just going to go ahead and dive into this. Dive on in, man. Um, Which should we? I don't know. Is COVID still happening? Is it not happening? We talked about that for a long time. It ended last night. Now, every single episode is about the election. And (laughs) what I find ironic is and what's hilarious to me. Is how much the Democrats are complaining about the Republicans not accepting the election. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm just like, if it were the other way around, I mean, my brother was telling me on election night, because when it came in that Trump was ahead in all these States. And it, my brother even texted me that night. He's like, well, the Republicans just have it rigged in their favor. And if that's the case, then, you know, then a uh, Democrat could never win president. Um, he yeah. text that to me. I don't know exactly how he said it, but that's what I, how I read oh, it in wow. my mind. <laughs> was He's like, they they got a rigged. It must be rigged, man. And then now that now all of a sudden the tables have turned, we're hearing this message of uh of uniting. And I just I don't blame the Republicans for being upset because for the last four years we heard nothing but Trump was an illegitimate president.
1: hmm
0: <laughs> that, that election was never accepted. Now Trump obviously has been president for the last three years and uh, 11 months. But uh, that was that, that, it, literally, they impeached the guy. All right.
1: What if we find so out? i never mean, accepted. We know Biden obviously is close. Let me just throw, I want to wild conspiracy theories here. We'll let it go on for like 10 minutes. Okay. Listen, I'm not saying this is all the case. All right. I If, if Biden does, in fact, if the elect court, if the electoral college votes for Biden, and he is the president elect then he is the then he is the president come january 21st or whatever whenever it is all right so we'll just get that out of the way but man can you imagine if trump even had the ties with russia that biden has with china and then you find out that china did anything on social media in this election whatsoever anything Or they let loose a virus that tanked our entire economy. We'll not even talk about that. But anything, if Trump had just one percent of the ties to Russia that Biden has, the China, I mean, it would just be mass, just mass hysteria about the fact that this was obviously a stolen election, right? That it Hmm. wasn't legitimate. I mean, but but when that side wins, it's uh, it's legit. Trust trust the institutions. Trust the election process. It all worked out perfectly. But like you said, like like your brother was going to say, too, if Trump would have turned out the winner, then it would have been because they were cheating.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's obvious rigging. Yeah. Obvious yeah. interference. It's just it blows my mind. And then and then they're the ones who want to call for unity. Like now. OK, now that we've won, let's unite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it just, you know, which I, I think I think we should. I'm tired of the polarization. I really you know, the, our whole rehumanizing project is all about speaking to people as if they're actual human beings, and just because they believe a little bit differently than we do doesn't mean that they're actual monsters. And so I, I do want Americans to come together. Uh, I just find it I just find it ironic, and I you know I have a hard time uh, you know, blasting the Republican side for being upset about this kind of stuff. And you know what? I am not gonna dive into conspiracy theories. is is was there election fraud guaranteed? Mm-hmm. Every election has fraud. OK, I believe somebody was even arrested, but apparently there's a whistleblower. I saw some video of a dumpster full of supposed Trump ballots. Who knows? Is there election fraud? Absolutely. It happens every election. Mainly, we're all humans. We make mistakes Yeah. And until yeah. we get that blockchain voting technology in place. I mean,
1: oh, I actually <laughs> lined out all of my uh, functionality for a voting app the other day, by the way, I was going to send it to you after I edit it, edited it. It's um, uh, not that no one else has came up with this, but I will say we should be able to move over to voting on your phone yep. or through uh, really on your phone or the same system being set up in polling places if you don't have a phone that can do that. Which I I struggle to meet a homeless person that doesn't have a phone that would be able to vote on it. So mm-hmm. I I think that we would be able to do that regardless. I think the the biggest problem would be uh, the elderly who don't know how to use those parts of their phones. Uh, but I think we could come up with a process for voting on our phones where we would know the election results immediately. And you would be able to backtest those results as well. You would be able to go back in through the system and see how many voter IDs that we have in here. How many votes did we actually count? Uh, let's check. Uh, let's let's run up a, a, a query for how many votes we got for this person. Does that does that check with the, you know, you should be able to build this system, Charlie. You, you should really be able to make this so anyway,
0: and then they somehow say that, that it's more susceptible to hacks as if like the current systems aren't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, what the, the, there's one company that we know has been hacked uh, and they were used in some of these swing states. So who knows? I mean, it's, uh, it's like any other government process. It's going to take them years to catch up. I did, <laughs> you know, I saw another video where the guy said that they already instituted blockchain technology and like they did it in synchronization with this election and so he says that he can prove that donald trump won by a landslide somehow and uh i just i was like okay well then prove it yeah <laughs> you know like why don't you uh you know call up fox news and be like hey you won't believe what i did but i uh i compared this to blockchain that we already have and i'm like okay well where is it yeah and um but you know it, it i want to bring up a point that i think is interesting the live group brought this up before we went live during the pre-show which by the way, you can join by going to patreon.com slash good morning, Liberty, patreon.com slash good morning, Liberty for five bucks a month. It's worth more than your vote. Um, and so you should do it. Not in some places.
1: I've seen some people get paid a hell of a lot for their votes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, but you can be part of the pre-show, the post-show when we have times, all kinds of goodies in there, but we were mentioning this, um, you know, back in 2000, The media did project Al Gore as the winner before the recount in Florida and Florida was an automatic recount because the vote was so close. Now we have, um, I believe, you know, Wisconsin and Michigan and Pennsylvania are going to be challenged. Then you have Georgia, which is probably going to be challenged, North Carolina and Arizona. Um, So um, I did see that CNN took off Arizona, um, took off Biden from Arizona as the projected winner. So uh, I find that interesting and uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, you know, as Nate said, we won't really know who wins until January, probably. Yeah.
1: So there's a few things. First off, the January thing is really important. Anyone who's freaking out about like Trump not conceding and stuff like that, like Charlie just said, I mean, we, it was what well, mid-December before we knew who won between Bush and Gore and I believe it was December 14th. And and so we have time not to mention Trump gets to float around like a lame duck in the White House until until January 20th. He just gets to hang out in there and and hopefully pardon Edward Snowden as many times as he wants. Like he he can do anything like that. And like the idea, I feel like there's this there's this idea that he should already be packing his bags and moving out or something like that. He
0: doesn't well, have to. He's still the president until still- January 20th. <laughs> he is.
1: So. I think everyone needs to remember that he is still the president. He doesn't president.
0: have to float around. He can be making decisions. <laughs> he can be. In fact, he fired someone today and put <laughs> new Secretary of Defense. Uh, it's like, well, this guy gets to serve for a few months <laughs> until he gets replaced. But, you know, he, he's still the president right now. And then at the same time, like everyone's upset about all these lawsuits and stuff, this happens every election. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton had lawsuits out in 2016. This is just lawyers doing lawyer shit, man. I believe Jill what Stein
1: requested a, a recount where in Wisconsin last time, I believe they recounted Wisconsin. Did so she? I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty, wow. I'm pretty sure that's who you, someone can fact check me on that, but uh, I do believe that's what happened.
0: I think you requested a recount. I somewhere. did.
1: I've asked for And <laughs> everyone should be completely fine with this, by the way, if, if, you, if, if Biden won in the way that it looks like he won, then, There should be no problem with counting all the votes. Let's just count all of them. I want to see it. I want to see people count the votes. I want to see people there taking notes. I want uh, Trump's grandma there on the side saying that that's my Trump, always getting votes all the time. And like, (laughs) I want I want a recording of the whole thing that you can watch back in slow motion if you want to. And I don't see why anyone should have a problem with that, especially if you think that your guy won. But I don't. I only see good things as far as trusting in the election process that can that can come out of recounting these places so you can show trump to his face and caps lock that that he lost the election and that he's going to need to move out but until they do these um until they do these recounts and 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 all that he he's not going to accept it and honestly i don't know if he should yet i don't know if he should they were so close. They were so many states within automatic recount territory that you, you gotta recount them and make sure. Mm-hmm. Anyone would. Anyone would want to recount. So that anyway in the
0: margin of error.
1: I, I just think I think we need to not get so much on the Trump as a tyrant who's gonna refuse to leave the White House and let it go through the process that everyone thinks uh, th- that it would normally go through. Can I tell you my crazy conspiracy theory though, real quick? Yes. Listen, this is a crazy conspiracy theory, all right? When I saw that Biden claimed victory and had his big speech at that moment, I told my wife, Trump won. That's what I, that's what I said at that time. I was like, he knows that there's lawsuits, there's recounts that are going to happen that this does not need to happen yet. He knows that this is actually still in question. And he's going out there and giving this speech. You know why? It's so for the next four years, they can claim that this was a stolen election and that (laughs) Trump is illegitimate. That's why. And so that is where my mind went. When I saw that Biden had the speech and the media called it for him, in my mind, I decided that Trump might actually pull this off.
0: And so. <laughs> they wanted to they wanted to, you know, to put Kam- uh, Kamala Harris on stage um, or however you say her name. Is it Kamala? I think it's Kamala. Say it however you want. I'm just going to say it.
1: It's Kamala, I believe, is is how you're supposed Kamala. to say it. I say Kamala. Listen, I've I've dealt with people calling me Nathaniel my whole life. And if the, <laughs> and if I, I don't think that means that they're racist or anything like that, yeah. but people call me Nathaniel. So yeah. some people just pronounce words differently, all right? That's just how it goes.
0: Differ- differently.
1: Yeah, differently. <laughs> so, so that's my conspiracy theory. My conspiracy theory was this jumping on I won, let's have a great unifying speech is set up for when it might actually look like Trump is going to end up winning this thing here in a here in a month or so. And that's I'm not, just no laugh. I know.
0: I'm it'll just be crazy. Gonna, I'm going to sit here and laugh and the whole podcast will be me laughing the day <laughs> after that. <laughs> so, just laughing. Yeah, just laughing. All right. And it'll be nonstop madness. Then then you'll see more boards on businesses, I bet, after that. But and I and I do think that they wanted to to make the historic move of Kamala Harris being the first woman and all of that. They wanted to, to tout that around to be like, are you really going to have Trump after we just had an historic moment? Are you going to let and have you know you'll see all kinds of things like that. It'll
1: happening. be taking this away from from Kamala, you know, t- taking it away that and and you know the first woman, a uh, black president, vice president. Sorry for the slip there. The the and they're taking it away from her because of the racism. It'll be, I mean, it'll be like this uh, Kanye taking the trophy from Taylor kind of moment. You know, running up there <laughs> while she's talking only in reverse. You know you know what I mean so yeah. n- n- I just think I just think it's set up perfectly for a, a crazy, crazy mess. and I think that it was actually not a great idea for the country to go ahead and claim victory in this when there are so many states that are this close and I think that people know that so yeah. that's all I'll say. that is a crazy conspiracy theory brought to you by Nate, not, not just Char- Nate from GML.
0: And, you know, what's interesting, too, I find if you look throughout this election is that there were supposed to be people so fed up with Trump and the Republican Party that you were going to see this massive blue wave. And that did not come to fruition at all. Mm -mm. Now, the House still kept control in the the Democrats still kept control in the House of Representatives. But I believe the Republicans picked up five or six seats.
1: Yeah, they lost seats,
0: uh, which is interesting. And then the Senate's going to be very close as well. Coming down to Georgia. So you need to keep a close eye on that and that state, what's going to happen there. Uh, so I think, I, I believe, yeah, I believe the GOP needs to win both of those seats in Georgia because right now it's 48 to 48. So they're going to get the one um, in North Carolina, right? Tell us. I was, uh, yes. So more than likely, I mean, that guy's up like 65 to 35%. They just haven't called it yet. Uh, so really, they need both of those Senate seats from Georgia uh, for them to have 51. Because if it ends up being 50 50, well, then, and Biden does take the presidency, then the vice president is the tie break there.
1: That will um, he so. realize that he is not the tiebreaker? That it's that it's that it's Kamala. I'm still waiting to see. It's like wait, wait, the vice president gets the the tiebreak. Joe, you're the president. Come yeah. on.
0: You're no longer in the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> um oh, oh, well, I haven't done anything for the president. I just, they told me to sit here.
1: <laughs> Charlie, what if all this is making you super anxious and depressed? What would you do about that, man? How Look, would you I, get past if it? my
0: life rested on who was going to be president. <laughs>
1: Marie said if they called Alaska, I don't think they called Alaska yet. They haven't. Those things are still... <laughs> they're still floating their way down here on an ice flu and trying to trying to get the votes down here. So it must've uh,
0: had a bad uh, snowstorm up there or something. <laughs> the ballots, the, the mail-in ballots were frozen in yep. the mailbox. So that was kind of funny. And Maurice said something funny too earlier. You, you were talking about Trump floating around the white house and he said he was just going around peeing on every corner. <laughs> we have a, we have in a his territory. <laughs> yeah. We have a new dog at the house. We, we got a, we rescued a great Dane. And um, his, his name is Smokey. He's cool. I'll, I might post a picture for the Patreon group here, um, but he's like a year and a half and he's not house trained. And so the first couple of days in the house, he went around literally peeing on everything and it took a lot of beating to get <laughs> that out of him. I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, no, it took a lot of training, like regular training. Uh, reward system is what we use at our house. And, uh, but it, I just imagine Trump prancing around because this great dame prances around <laughs> and just going. I mean, I don't know how what corner he pees on the Oval Office because that thing's oval, but yeah. you know, sure, you can find <laughs> a square bookshelf or something to pee that's, on.
1: That's my Donald always peeing on people.
0: <laughs> Get All a right. load of this, jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if I was depressed about the election and I and I had. Anxiety and I was fearful of who was actually going to be our president. Well, then I think that I would want to talk to somebody. And good news for all of you listening, there is someone you can talk to, and that is through betterhelp.com slash gml, betterhelphelp.com, betterhelp.com slash gml. What that does is that can link you up with your very own therapist. It's a new age, folks. 2020 has brought us the dawn of technological advances such as talking to a therapist through an app
1: this is the precipice of technology right here
0: it's absolutely amazing i use this i use this service and i can tell you firsthand it is absolutely amazing i have a great therapist who i believe lives in texas so i don't ever have to go to her office we don't have to see each other i don't have to take time out of my day to drive there any of that if i need help uh, which i do um, I need someone to talk to. And what I do is I just set up, uh, I can send her a message. I can text her through the app and say, Hey, here's some problems I'm dealing with. Or I can set up an audio call or a video call and I can schedule my sessions. You can do once a week and you can message them at any time. They'll respond back to you. You can journal in there. They can see your journal entries. If you want to share your journal entries with them. So if you're having feelings and things like that, that you're writing down, well, they can be there to help you for that. So y'all need to sign up. It's always good to talk to someone. And I can't say enough good things about taking care of your mental health. So betterhelp.com, H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash G-M-L. Go sign up. Save yourself 10% off your first month of services.
1: Do it. All right. So the market was up a bunch today. Let's talk about why. I'll admit I missed a couple. I missed one thing, you know, when I was talking about the market crashing if Joe Biden won. And the thing that I forgot about is now, luckily, I just used chart patterns. So I still went long on the market last night even though I felt short about it. Um, the thing that I missed was, one, the market actually likes gridlock in Washington. They like it when they don't think anything's going to come out of Washington because then they can plan on the future just a little bit more. And when if the Senate's going to take, if the Republicans are going to take the Senate, well, that means that they're not going to put in a new tax law for a little while. Maybe they'll do some regulations and stuff, but hey, we're big companies. We like regulations. And then the other thing is, Stimulus, man. Stimulus. I forgot about about getting this this Democrat wave in here. And, of course, the Republicans still would be in control of the Senate. But, of course, they like spending other people's money, too. But if we're going to have a Democratic president, a whole lot more likely there's going to be some spending happening on this stimulus. And I had not thought about that. But then, just out of left field, comes a vaccine for COVID from Pfizer, just coming, just coming right in here, with a swing just right after the election. If the, <laughs> Trump's like, oh, I just wish you guys would have put in the lab a little bit sooner, guys. No, it is a little <laughs> weird that this comes out just right now. You know, the week after it's been week called. after the election. Yeah, um, so the Pfizer released a vaccine. Said that their vaccine candidate is more than ninety percent effective. Thus far, yeah,
0: so So 90% of the time it works every time, Mm -hmm. folks.
1: So, stocks rallied. This is from CNBC, which is actually a good source for stock market stuff. Uh, Stocks rallied to record levels on Monday as investors cheered trial data from drug makers Pfizer and BioNTech, indicating their COVID 19 vaccine is more than 90% effective. The Dow Jones traded 1,300 points higher or 4.7% and hit an all time high. We hit an all time high on the Dow Jones today, wow, which is crazy. It, hit, it went over 30,000 today. The S&P 500 also reached a record uh, going up 3.5%. Russell 2000 gave 5.8%. NASDAQ was 1.3% uh, higher. That's because uh, when people are not going to be locked in their houses using tech stuff all the time, it was actually kind of tough for the tech sector to grow really quickly today. The 90% effective rate from Pfizer and Germany's BioNTech was uh, better than what the market was expecting. Dr. Anthony Fauci the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, he said that the vaccine was 50 to 60 percent effective would be acceptable. And this one is 90 percent. So hmm. so anyway, all the stuff that popped were different travel, restaurants, hospitality stuff. We saw things like AMC theaters popping up a bunch today, uh, Caribbean cruise lines, Norwegian cruise lines, all that stuff. Popping because people think, hey, maybe we're gonna get back to normal a little bit. And then you saw stuff like Zoom, seventeen percent lower; Amazon, five percent down today; Netflix, eight percent down today; just a uh, TeleDoc Health down twelve percent today. So it, it really is crazy. Uh, Democrats are projected to keep their House majority, although Wall Street was watching closely. The Senate control is still in limbo. Both of Georgia's state Senate races are likely going to runoffs, <clears throat> slated for early January. Wall Street rallied last week in anticipation for such a gridlocked government and was set to build on the rally as it gained clarity in the presidential race. All right. Well,
0: how how about them bubbles? Now Ryan? I've I love me
1: as some bubbles. Now, what's funny, <laughs> listen, the market going up, that's good for people's retirement accounts. We've obviously been talking about the market going up a bunch. Anytime we talk about the market going up, I think we all know, being people who listen to this podcast, That We know that we are just blowing up a fake bubble right now. Eventually it will pop. I don't think we had the pop this year. Uh, I think that there is a bigger pop coming, but that doesn't mean the thing can't hit 50,000 before it pops. We don't don't know what that's going to be. But the Mm -hmm. funniest thing I saw from this was Trump took credit basically for Pfizer coming out with this vaccine. And because of the Operation Warp Speed thing. So they awarded Pfizer $1.95 billion. But Pfizer, I guess Trump didn't really know, uh, Pfizer did not take the money. They wanted to. They said they wanted to be free from the bureaucracy when they were working on the vaccine. And they did not take the money. So what's been really funny today was, uh, and this article is a, l- a little bit further down, Charlie, I didn't put it in the right order, is Trump was taking credit for helping Pfizer get the vaccine. And people on the left were saying, no, this wasn't the government. This was the market that created this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So they're, argu- <laughs> they're arguing that, no, this is, the government didn't do it. Trump didn't do this. They, this company came up with this vaccine all on their own without the government. <laughs>
0: I love it. Making the oh, argument God. for us. Oh, which is why they can release the results whenever they want to. <laughs> That's why they can do it a, a week after the election. If they want to, they, they probably have been sitting on these results for a month. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> so, and now I, now, so they didn't take the money um, initially for the cost of doing the research, but yeah. I believe they did strike a deal uh, for 100 million doses or something like that. Oh, they that. took so, a
1: deal for for buying vaccine doses from them afterwards. Yeah. Yes. But not yeah. for the research and development section. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So exactly. let me read this for you. This is coming from theweek.com. Pfizer chose not to take U.S. taxpayer money to help fund its coronavirus vaccine development, a move that CBS News' Margaret Brennan pointed out on Sunday is a bit of a financial risk for the pharmaceutical giant. You don't say... <laughs> You don't say (laughs) they took a risk. CEO Albert Borla admitted that it will indeed be painful if the vaccine fails. But at the end of the day, it's only money (laughs) and the lack of taxpayer funds won't break our company. Uh, I think they invested two billion dollars in this uh, research and development. It was more important for Borla that his scientists were able to work without any strings attached, (laughs) he said. Quote, I wanted to liberate our scientists from any bureaucracy. He continued, when you get money from someone that always comes with strings, they want to see how we are growing to uh, progress, what types of moves you're going to do. They want reports. I didn't want to have any of that. <laughs> really? Oh, I love it. I this love it. Amazing. Borla said he gave Pfizer's team an open checkbook. So they only have to worry about scientific challenges. Plus, he added he wanted to keep Pfizer out of politics, a tall task for a pharma company on any day, but especially during this pandemic. So well, This is so? it's just quite amazing if you just get out of the freaking way and let companies do what they do best without any involvement from the government and uh, hmm, come up with some amazing things. You Come up with something that works 90% of the time every time, <laughs> and um, uh, you know, that's the proofs in the uh, proofs in the tapioca pudding.
1: That's like my daddy used to tell me. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, that is that is a bit I of good news. I mean, that's
0: that's amazing,
1: it is. It's and
0: good. the fact that the left is <laughs> jumping up and saying that, um, oh, I love I just, the government are they didn't do the this, the together? market did this. <laughs> when are they going to put the pieces together? Like they're so close Uh, and they just like one puzzle pieces backwards and they're so close to fitting them together.
1: It it makes you want to keep Trump in office. That way people on the left could push free market stuff. Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 It's it's amazing. Oh,
1: okay. So uh, one thing we have to, one thing we've been doing here for a while is calling out media bias, mainly misleading headlines uh, because people only read headlines and what we have to make sure we do Charlie is as we go into a potential Joe Biden presidency, as we go into that, we need to make sure that we are calling out headlines that come from all sides. We have to make sure that we always do that. So this is from the Gateway Pundit, and this has to do with the election fraud. So there's been several stories of things going on, and and undoubtedly there are different, different instances of election fraud all over the country. And it doesn't take... Uh, a bunch of guys sitting in the room, smoking cigars, drinking whiskey, pulling strings on people, trying to make sure that this whole thing happens. Uh, as I said to one of our uh, other libertarian podcast hosts over the weekend, who I won't call out again, uh, it it doesn't take it it doesn't take someone deciding all that. People uniformly and this is what we believe with the free market by the way you don't have to believe in this big epic conspiracy theory that there's someone in the back room pulling strings to make all of these different pieces work together what it takes is all of those people to have the same incentive structure and they will all act towards that same thing without being forced from the top to do that and so when when people are talking about oh there's this election fraud and there's this election fraud doesn't mean that It doesn't even mean that Joe Biden was up there at the top pulling strings trying to make sure that there was fraud or even the DNC. Each one of those separate precincts each had their own incentives to do that without someone from the top telling Mm -hmm. them to do that. And so that's one thing we have to make sure we point out is that when you talk about this fraud, it doesn't mean that you think that the DNC is conspiring and and organizing all that. And we're going to find some document that was supposed to be uh, burned after it was read that said fraud election do it in the in these precincts. I don't think we're gonna find that. Okay. Got some
0: extra votes for the big guy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, Maurice.
0: You <laughs> are gonna see that.
1: So so that was what I said was that it doesn't mean that there's this massive conspiracy. All these different people have have the same incentive structure. So so they're going to take actions without being told from the top to do things. Uh, anyway anyway, <clears throat> one thing we have to do is call out both sides. This comes from the Gateway pundit very uh Say, right wing leaning organization. So here's the headline self described Democratic Party worker, Michigan resident who bragged on Facebook. I work for Wayne County, Michigan, and I threw out every Trump ballot I saw, tens of thousands of them, and so did all my coworkers. All right. So this is the story that's running around. And then I saw a bunch of people with blue check marks showing this and giving their own synopsis and their own beliefs about this story and talking about how, look, see, there's election fraud, all this stuff going on. Well, it goes, it takes until the very last paragraph of this article to find that this kid said, hey, now I don't know if he's telling the truth or not. I don't I don't know what who to believe. He, This article was to tell you, the reader, that this guy recanted his claim that he said he made it up that he was making a joke and that he didn't expect it to go viral, basically. That he was making a joke about how there was election fraud everywhere and saying, yeah, I threw out all the Trump ballots and so did all my other people. And and that it was just a joke. Now, from the headline and from all the stuff beforehand, that's not what you get from this. You get this happened. And then at the end of it, it says, oh, and by the way, this kid said that that was a joke and he deleted the Facebook pages and, and all that stuff. And it, by the way, it was not his real name and and all this stuff. So let's go through all this. So we got to make sure we stay uh, fair and balanced on critiquing media headlines here, because if you don't, then you're not going to have any principled legs to stand on. And then you're just going to be in an unprincipled wheelchair all the time. And that's not going to be good for anyone. Right? Rolling
0: around, making shit up. Yeah. You don't uh, be part of that crowd.
1: Ky- I'm going to say Kyle Foten or Keel Foten, I don't know, who lists D- Detroit, Michigan as his res- residence on Facebook, also lists the Democrat Party as his employer on at least one of his Facebook pages. Two days ago, Foten made fun of people who expressed concern over alarming posts he made on one of his Facebook pages. Time to come clean. This is his post. I worked for Wayne County, Michigan, and I threw out every Trump ballot I saw. Tens of thousands of them, and so did my coworkers. I regret... Nothing, basically, is what he, what he was saying. Um, and then this this website is built with billions of pop-ups and ads all over the place. So you got to scroll like three quarters of the way down the page to read the rest of this stuff, by the way. So it's important to call this stuff out on, on any side. Facebook user screenshotted his message and wrote, this fool needs to be arrested in fair election work from a self-proclaimed Marxist. Votan did not refute his statement, but instead asked, why do they always say self-proclaimed Marxist? Why can't you just say Marxist? And then uh, he says, "Here is his message to us." So he sent the message saying, "Hey, could you please take the story down? This was not real; it was all a joke." He said, "I'm humbly asking you to please update this. It was a joke for my few followers. I never intended to re- to uh, something anyone. That's the wrong word. Deceive, deceive anyone. What he meant to say I said receive anyone. I've never been a ballot counter." After Fulton's message started to circulate on Facebook, two of his three accounts went missing. The original message we got on Facebook when we clicked on his account said the content isn't available. But now two of his accounts, including the one where he bragged about stealing Trump ballots, have disappeared. The account that lists Fulton as a Cuban resident is still active. Perhaps someone should explain to the thirty two year old musician that making claims about committing mass voter fraud or suggesting they interfered in our elections is a serious crime and certainly no laughing matter. So at the end of it they basically I mean, say
0: It's kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, and I think it's pretty funny (laughs) to taunt people and say, you know, because because eventually when you get accused of something all all the time. Right. And you feel that you're just like, you're just going to start joking about it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I threw out all the ballots I saw, man. (laughs) All of them. You're right about that. And
1: I just the only reason I I put this in the stack today was uh, we have to make sure that we stay honest in our, in our disapproval of misleading media headlines throughout even the next four years. If there is a President Biden or Harris, that if there are misleading headlines about them or anything that they are doing, that we do the same thing. Or when there is another president that we agree with more or don't agree with, whatever, we won't have any principles anymore. And we want to make sure that we stay truthful throughout this entire thing. That was a misleading headline that was meant to be shared. And you would have had to have read to the end of the article to find out that they found out that this was a joke. And, <laughs> and so that's, that's, not, that's not good. Perhaps someone should explain to the Gateway Pundit that, that pushing out this information about voter fraud with a misleading headline is a very serious and uh, No Laughing Matter as well. Now, we haven't
0: checked uh, Kyle's diary here, but I'm pretty yeah. sure he probably wrote in his diary that was a joke. <laughs> yes. I made a joke today on Facebook and it went viral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People think I actually <laughs> threw away ballots. Now, did some people throw away ballots? Possibly. As yeah. I said, there is fraud in every single election, people. yep, It's going to happen. Now, does it come within the margin of error? Who knows? You'll find out in the recount. They're going to scrutinize. Have somebody watching over the shoulders, and uh, we'll we'll find the real answer. I find it. um, Did you see uh, what Senator Ted Cruz said about um, about the election? No, I did not. Recently, well, I saw a video earlier. He said that uh, that there's still a path to victory for President Trump. (laughs) Yeah, so so they they ain't giving up on this man. They ain't giving up on it.
1: I saw he was Uh, getting some crap for not calling Biden President Elect Biden. Um, and I don't know. I mean, technically he's not president elect yet just because CNN and a bunch of other news agencies said that you are the president elect. Uh, the electoral college hasn't voted yet for all, you know, they right. might not even vote for him. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> they can still knows? decide not to. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, Charlie, I wanted you to read this section. It says this problems. Had a bunch on... of hard names in it. No, it doesn't actually. It was just more thoughtful and about something that you deal with from your family <laughs> Oh, okay. Called Problems We Have to Overcome is what I titled this. Um, you can see it under the FISA article there. Um, this was something I saw. Basically, basically, a person was saying that the call for unity was BS, that there are some lines that couldn't be crossed, and that people on the right had crossed the line, and that we didn't need to have any unity because basically they wanted to kill people and and wanted to throw kids in cages and all of this and that we don't need to be calling for unity with these people. We need to destroy them. So this was the, this was the comment about that.
0: Problems we overcome is the headline here. Quote, I keep seeing memes and sentiments like this one cropping up in a functioning civilized society. Yeah, it's a great uh, truism, but let's face it. That is not the case in our society right now. We are not talking about some simple, pretty issues of disagreement that are of no consequence in the long run. We are talking about basic fundamental issues of right and wrong and what the what the mores of the country are going to be for the next several years.
1: Morals, I guess.
0: Must be morals. Yeah. (laughs) There are just certain lines of morality and basic decency that can't be crossed and still expect everyone to just get along and say, can't we all just be friends? The answer is no, we cannot We are dealing with a crisis in this country in which one side thinks denying basic human rights, (laughs) violence, greed, hypocrisy, bigotry, religious intolerance, homophobia, the lessening of women, killing off the poor, destroying the planet, and a whole host of other despicable things are laudable actions to be praised and sought after. The other side thinks you idiots have lost your effing mind. So no, there really isn't a middle ground here. And yeah, you are damn right I hate these idiots. These are people that want me and my family dead by any means. These are people that think that me and mine should suffer horribly simply because we dared to be born. We are talking about issues of basic humanity and survival rights that one group is hell bent on denying to others in the pursuit of selfish gain. We aren't talking about whether hot dogs or hamburgers are better or some other petty ass concern that doesn't matter whether we agree on or not. We are talking about one side that says, I hate you. I will always hate you and you need to die simply because I hate you and one side that says that equality and justice should never ever should, uh, should not ever be a question on the table as they are simply uh, simple fundamental truths held off held by all decent people. Huh.
1: Uh,
0: this is a you know, and this is what I think is truly the problem uh, with the, divisive, the divisiveness in this country is that especially those on the left, I would say now, I would say some people on the right, Uh, but more often people on the left truly think they actually think and believe that the people who disagree with them uh, want them dead. And it's just, it's mind boggling to me how you could go so far. I see, you know, we saw this in 2016, there was a couple that posted a picture and one was uh, one who voted for Hillary Clinton and one who voted for Donald Trump. And it was a husband and a wife. And they said, look, we're husband and wife, we disagree on politics, but we can still obviously be married and have a relationship because politics shouldn't define you. And this one girl shared that post and wrote this whole entire thing about how you are a monster for marrying someone like that who could vote for someone like Trump because he wants to kill people and put people in cages and all this crazy stuff. And it just, it absolutely blows my mind how people can get that far down.
1: Yeah, I... <clears throat> now, at, at first, I have to start with um, people like us that need to take as much responsibility on this issue as we can and do a better. And now they're probably talking about Trump voters, to, which neither one of us are. And that I, I made it through two elections, not voting for Trump. How about that? Um, I, they're probably talking about Trump voters, not libertarians. But a lot of those things they would say about libertarians as well. Um, we need to take as much responsibility on this as we can. And the only responsibility we can take is on our messaging and the way that we talk to other people. And, and that's about as far as we can go. And I'm, I would like to take that a step further. I would like to double down on the articles coming from our website on writing more and getting as much <clears throat> of this kind of thought out there. So we need to take as much responsibility as we can on this issue. Uh, Because if there is something that someone has done to make people feel that way, then we need to see if there's anything that that people like us have done to make people feel that way. Now, as we talked about before, people can feel a certain way and be wrong at the same time. You can feel like uh, we want to deny human rights, uh, glorify violence and greed and hypocrisy and bigotry and religious intolerance and homophobia and that we don't like women, and that we want to kill the poor. You can feel that way, but doesn't mean that you're right about it at the same time. And so then we have to figure out what to do about that. And all I can figure out, all that I can do about this, because I'm upset that people feel like this, is write more. uh, Try to do five to six podcast episodes a week. Um, Try to get our message out there as much as possible. Because all I can come up with is, I, I can't really I don't know how to change the way that this person thinks unless I get the way that I actually think out there because I can't wait for other people to do it and and so so that's what I'm gonna have to do but the other well, thing I, but it's also a product
0: of somebody being stuck in a in a in their own little bubble it is yeah um, you know I feel like Trump had a really good comeback in in the debates when he said who built the cages Joe yeah who built the cages you know and so that's this narrative that was flipped that wasn't talked about during the Obama administration when they're the ones who actually set up the uh, detention camps, so to speak, if you want to call them that. Um, And then Trump used them, but because Trump used them, um, which I'm not saying is right. I am I'm against that because I think the immigration policy should be way easier than what it is. Um, But at the same time, it's like there's this certain scrutiny of certain uh, people in the media um, that I think tilts the narrative in the favor of thinking that those who disagree with you, uh, not only do they disagree with you, but they're so evil uh, that they want all these terrible things to happen to, pe- to to other people, which just is, it's simply not true.
1: Definitely. I think this is For the a big most product.
0: Part. Now, are, are there some people out there who are psychopaths who do wish this kind of thing? Absolutely. But I've, traveled around and i've met a lot of people great people fantastic people (laughs) uh, from all different walks of life and almost none of them give off this type of sentiment now maybe behind closed doors we're all kind of evil human beings who uh you know who who have messed up thoughts but uh just because you were just because you're here um Most people don't want you dead. No,
1: no, not at all.
0: So off base.
1: I agree. This is a big product of the, of the media and the echo chambers that we all live in. And you know, it's, it makes me, uh, it makes me a little sad to read stuff like that because I feel like I don't know how to change that because what they said is uh, like you were saying, almost entirely untrue. There are some people who are psychopaths and the problem is you could probably fill up a 24-hour news cycle with just people who are psychopaths talking. Go to any news channel right now, you'll see it. So you, you can you can do that because there are 350 million people in this country and you can find enough crazy people every single day to fill up the 24-hour news cycle. And then that will make you feel like that is the representation of the world. And it actually isn't a, rep- a representation of the world. My wife reminds me of this all the time when I'm super frustrated about people on the left. She'll say that's not how everyone is. You're just seeing all the crazy people. That's that's not how all the that's not how most normal people are. And that's why last week we were trying to talk about the fact that, you know, Illinois voted down their fair tax. California voted down a bunch of their progressive ballot measures. Like <clears throat> I think the bulk of people are not the are not AOC. I think a, the bulk of people are not AOC. And and so that's good. I I feel a little bit better knowing that, um, but I don't know. It, all I can come up with to do is that we gotta we gotta share the the right content as much as possible and hope that it gets in front of the right people. And maybe we'll have to take some of our Patreon money and run ads specifically to people who follow Bernie Sanders and who follow AOC. And even though it won't get as good attraction as it does when we run them to people who follow Rand Paul. Um, Maybe that's what we need to do to actually stop the echo chamber and run those ads to those people. I don't know. <clears throat> so that all I can do is figure out. Perhaps what We
0: use some headline manipulation. Yeah, let's use some. Yeah.
1: Let's do that. But like, I don't want to just do it by making the left look worse than the right. You know, that that's not really what I what I want to do. Even though it's the case, you write a headline
0: <laughs> that says something like. Um, libertarians demand that all cages be destroyed yeah there you go libertarians demand that you shouldn't put children in cages and uh you know just come up with a with a way around it
1: you could run a headline that someone would click on like here's why we need equality for all and then it's a couple paragraphs of very agreeable things and then you slowly manipulate the person for a few minutes <laughs> afterwards <laughs> and you plant that seed yeah. and you get that inception thing going for a little bit you know i don't know but hey all you guys out there who write who do anything first off if you are interested in writing and getting things published on our website send me an email uh we want to publish as much as possible and i would also ask you to start your own go to uh what's the um, medium go to medium and and Post long Facebook things. Get the message out there as much as you can because the only thing we can do is show everyone that this is not the case, that they are the things that they believe are untrue. And we got to fill up people's news feeds with positive things. One, about our idea. Why is it that the smaller government would help people? What could I do to help people? If I were going to draw a list of things where I could help poor people... The U.S. government would not be on the list, and so I want to. I want to go through that and show people. I want to help people. It just happens to be the federal government's not on the freaking list, man. It just isn't. There's Mm -hmm. about a hundred other things I could put before them. Sorry, like a thousand. There's like a million things I could put before
0: them. (laughs) Ten million.
1: There's ten million (laughs) things I could put before them, and so I want to do it. I just don't want to do the same thing as you. So anyway, if you,
0: this is the conversation I was having with my brother um the other day because you know we were talking about the divide and things like that and uh he was telling me that uh that because fox news fox news was the first one to call the projection of a of biden win and um he was telling me it was hilarious because he was seeing republican people say we'll never allow fox in this house again they just showed, showed us their true colors which i thought was pretty funny um And so he was saying they're delusional and, and all of that. And he was wondering why the divide keeps growing. So we were talking about that. And I told him, I was like, uh, even my own family calls me a moron and uneducated, even though I, I agree with him on everything. I just have different solutions. Yeah. And uh, so he told me, and this is this was nice. He goes, I don't think you're uneducated. He's like, I just think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Like, well, that's, yeah, that's positive. Yeah. Step in there. And so he was talking about some of our other family being abrasive. And so, you know, what I was telling him <laughs> and I said, I said, it doesn't mean that I don't want to help poor people or that those that need help. I just think the government is the worst entity to accomplish those goals. Yeah. And he says, I think corporations are even worse. And so I said, well, government is a corporation, <laughs> first of all. Um, and then I said, the biggest difference is corporations can't find you and put you in a cage. Or put you in a cage if you don't pay your fines like the government can. And corporations write the bills that government rubber stamps. For instance, the Affordable Care Act was written by insurance companies. And then he said the number one job of corporations is to make money for its shareholders. And I said shareholders include your 401k.
1: Yeah, buy a share.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And most of the time, that incentive is what creates the cheapest, most efficient products and services which benefit everyone. The ones that can take advantage of people do so with the cooperation and approval of government. The corporations in bed with government isn't capitalism or the free market. It's called coercion. Of course, Facebook wants the regulation on social media. Why? Because it's expensive to comply with regulations. Trust me, my entire business is built on navigating regulations with software. Large corporations can afford regulations. Small business cannot. So it stops competition in the free market, allowing companies to get away with not innovating, creating efficiency, or the best products and services. The best example, as we've all talked about, is plastic surgery or LASIKs. It's it's a very expensive procedure um, that they've managed to make really cheap. Why? Because it's not heavily regulated and then there's fierce competition. So, and then he just doesn't respond to any of that. Just... I mean,
1: you can look at it by looking at the stock market today. I mean, we have more more than likely a Democratic president coming in, going to be much heavier on regulation, the potential of Kamala Harris coming in, or Kamala, I don't know, uh, coming in, uh, much heavier on regulation. And what happens? The market hits all-time highs. Because guess what? Those are the 9,900 biggest companies in the country out of the millions of companies that exist. And they're all... Totally fine with all their competition being controlled. They're they're totally fine with that. And and so I hopefully people will see that. Can I can I bust a can I bust a myth from one of my my formerly favorite people on Twitter real quick before we is this end the show. Busters? This is Mythbusters, real quick. From George. <laughs> I'm gonna say George Takai. Um he so famous for playing Sulu on Star Trek. I followed him for a while because he would post really nice, heartwarming things and uh, seemed like a really good guy. And uh, since Trump got elected, he's just been political the whole time. Um, So this is something that I'm seeing thrown around now. Here's what he said. The Trump tax plan contained a hidden bomb for the middle class. Beginning in 2021, that plan starts to hike taxes on everyone, but the uppermost earners effectively raising middle-class taxes over time but disguising it as a tax cut to start. People aren't really aware of this. And now there's a half truth in this. The individual tax cuts do expire in 2025. They they expire. Now, the part that people don't want to know because we like to erase history and act like it never happened is that after this bill was passed, the Republican-led House uh, passed a bill to make the tax cuts permanent and then it did not go through the senate because since it was a an amendment to a law that already existed it was going to need 60 votes and they didn't have 60 votes to do it because it made all the tax cuts permanent and it you know probably i don't know if it had some kind of a some other things in there that people didn't like but just remember they did vote to go ahead and make it permanent and it didn't make it through the Senate because they couldn't get enough Democrat votes to switch over and go with it because they didn't have base, a supermajority, I guess is what that is what that would take. And they weren't going to vote for it. And so there's a, there's a part truth in here. There is, there is the fact that eventually this tax cut will expire for people who are in the middle. Well, the individual tax cut part will expire. And technically, that will look like taxes went up at that time and it could be played as people for people on the right to say look biden raised taxes look my taxes went up without him ever raising taxes and so we'll have to make sure listen republicans and democrats play all kinds of tricky games all the time for sure people were upset that the only tax cuts that remain permanent in this tax law were tax cuts for corporations that is very clear why you would want to cut taxes on corporations long-term because corporations don't plan six months in advance for things that they're going to invest in. They mm. need to plan 10, 20, 30 years into the future. So doing a tax cut that either A, expires in eight years or is susceptible to new people coming in that, that easily, you can't make long-term investments based on that. And corporations need a little bit a, a little bit of certainty when they're gonna say, oh, we'll spend, I don't know, $2 billion on R&D for a vaccine. Maybe we need to know what our tax rate's gonna be by the time we finish that out. Or we're gonna spend $100 million building this new building here. Maybe we need to know what our taxes are gonna be. Because if our taxes go up by uh, from 21% to 35%, then actually we can't afford that much investment in it. We can afford this much investment in it. And so they need to know more than a couple of years in advance. What, what's going to come out. And if you actually want to get growth out of a tax cut for corporations, it needs to be permanent. It's actually got to be permanent because they can't make plans based on something that could, that could expire in two years. That's what I've always said for people who are, if you're trying to give some corporate handouts, some corporate welfare, and your city's trying to entice someone, you need to offer them a lifetime of that tax structure. Not like this year or five years from now, because they need to know 25 years from now what their taxes are going to be. Yeah, them to come there. you know what they're going to get, and so they can plan. So anyway, that's all. That's all I wanted to say was, and you know, none of that really
0: matters as long as if we don't control our spending. Yeah, <laughs> so, it really doesn't. um like, Get all the tax cuts you want, but you know, if we just keep spending six, eight, ten trillion dollars a year, well, you know, but eventually we're going to be in trouble.
1: I, you would think. You would think we would. I just wanted to point out we can't do this whole delete deleting history thing. When I found several Google pages worth of results about the House GO- the GOP-controlled House passing keeping the individual tax cuts permanent, and then it didn't go through the Senate because they would have needed eight Democrats to switch over and vote with them, and they couldn't mm-hmm. pass it. So there's a little bit of ammo for your for your boat accident right there.
0: Nate, we still got masks.
1: Um, yes,
0: is that GoodMorningLiberty.us/masks?
1: Um, gMLmasks.com, I think. GML Mask, I don't know. And was, some people are getting a special special treat coming up, because I ordered some new merch this weekend, and uh, got some special stuff coming out, and some people are already going to be getting it in the mail here pretty soon with their ballots. So g- <laughs> gMLmask.com. Yeah. So uh, I don't think that came up with anything for me? GML Mask. Mask is what I have. We got a mask that says, Make taxation theft again. Taxation is theft. Don't tread on me with a cool old snake on there. One that says, I'm only wearing this so I don't get arrested. And one that says, Capitalism is greater than socialism. And one that says, Count my vote. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Seize the day. Well, I wanted
0: to mention that because <laughs> uh, it, it appears that Biden is going to make a nationwide mask mandate. Boom. So, um, you know, look. If you don't want to comply, don't comply. I'm not. I'm not saying you have to comply. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I don't think masks are a terrible idea. Uh, in fact, as you start to look at the data, uh, the the places where there are mask mandates seem to be doing a little bit better with coronavirus. But that's mainly not because really the masks. It's mainly because those who uh, do wear masks also practice social distancing and they're not going out as much. So, um, and you know what the, you know, the virus has a 99% survival rate. I'm not saying that, you know, don't hate on, if you got hate mail, send it to Nate at GoodMorningLiberty.us. Okay, That way it Nate won't get open. <laughs> and so nobody will read it, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but if you are going to wear one, uh, I think you should get a mask from us. So gmlmask.com gmlmask.com. Get yourself one of them. Taxation is theft or count my vote masks. Don't tread on me anything like that, show your support while wearing a mask. And so uh, that's, there you go. That's, all, that's all I got to say about that.
1: Also, if you want to get involved in the stonk market, not the stock market because those go up and down. Stonks only go up, as Charlie always says. Go to mastermystonks.com. Uh, had a good trading day today. Uh, I think Marie said he made himself some money there today in the in the old stonk market too. Been some crazy stuff. Now we're going to start seeing some some opportunities out there in the fast-moving, volatile, low-float stock market because, well, some people are going to start throwing some money behind some things now that we might know what kind of government we're going to have for the next four years. We'll see. Or the next two years, I guess, overall. Uh, so go to mastermystocks.com. We'll teach you the strategy we, strategies we use, how to read charts, Uh, different brokerage platforms, all kinds of stuff like that. There's 250 videos on the Goldurn website right now. So jump on over there, mastermystonks.com.
0: I even called out a lot, a lottery play on Friday that, that worked. Um, So that was nice today. Um, Today was a good day, a good day in the market overall. Um, Made some money. I think a lot of people in our class made some money. So that's good. Always a good thing. I was talking to Maurice separately uh, because I, he specifically asked if I was going to take the ACB lottery play. And I said, yes. So I asked him if he did today and he did not. He was, he was upset about that, but I told him to keep on keeping on. And if he made money today, that's awesome. That's always good. Profits are profits folks. That's what I say in trading. Doesn't matter how long, how long it takes you to get there. You can't, you can't lose money, making money. Time. <laughs> you can't lose money, making money except to inflation, but that's for another discussion. So, Anyway, mastermytrades.com, MasterMyStonks.com. I told you to sign up for that Patreon group, folks. Get in on the Liberty movement. We'll call it the Liberty Train if you want to. If you if you're if you like trains. Uh <laughs> hop on that. Five bucks a month. It basically costs you nothing. Uh you can donate more if you want to. It's up to you. And you get all the goods of our Patreon group. Lots of videos on there as well that you'll have access to. And uh looks like Nate's sending out a care package to some of our finer folks uh in the Patreon group. So look out for that. So sign up patreon.com slash good Liberty, and then please continue to share the show with a friend and an enemy. Share it to a Biden supporter, a Trump supporter, a Joe Jorgensen supporter, Jill Stein, Harry Tubman
1: <laughs> and a Hawk, Harry Hawkinson I don't know what the guy's <laughs> name was. Stephen Hawkins. Do that yeah. too. And if you can, let us know how. Sure. Uh, the only
0: one you don't want to send it to is Bill Clinton because we know he doesn't wear masks. And he doesn't like <laughs> his women to wear masks either. So <laughs> anyway, we'll, uh, we'll keep all y'all updated with the latest election debacle. And we're not going to know who's president really until probably mid December, maybe January. So, uh, keep listening, keep sharing. We really appreciate all that you do. Leave us that rating and review. If you do all that, we'll be back again tomorrow hope you guys have a good day and a good morning liberty